Oh, pretty good. What's going on, bro? Not much, man. Just here living the so-called quote-unquote life. Working, <laughs> working <laughs> and trying to podcast and do everything in between. Dig, digging on Utah, huh? <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to dig on Utah the, the most I can, man. It's it's not too bad. I'm, I'm, in, a better, nah. I'm in a better place than I was a few months ago, I'm not going to lie. But... Oh, good. Yeah. That's, uh, that's good. Yeah. Uh, how's Vegas, man? Starting to get hot. I can imagine. Yeah, bro. I can imagine. Uh, today was like the first day where I think it got up to almost a hundred. Damn. Yeah. And I was, yeah, it's getting, it's getting sweaty, sweaty. <laughs> what do you call it? Um. It's going good though. Just, uh, just wrapping up the school year and. Uh, just hanging out, man. Playing a lot of music. That's good. So you doing a lot of you doing a lot of gigs right now? Um, uh, I've I've been doing so many gigs. I I did a gig on Sunday night at this club down here called Saddle and Spurs. It was really fun. Okay, cool. I've been jamming with uh, a lot of guys around town. Just to just uh, almost like house parties, kind of. I guess. Cool. All right. Yeah. Yeah, it's been pretty fun, man. I've been playing a lot of. A lot of keyboards, a lot of organ. Nice. Did you ever uh, fix up your organ, bro? Say what? Remember that organ that you brought before you headed on out? Remember that yeah. one? Did I buy one before I moved down here? Yeah, I could have. You bought one, right? And then you had to, like, get it restored or something like that? Oh, yeah. I've kind of had so many, man. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, seriously. I've had I've had quite a few over the years. Yeah. I've, um, I can't remember if you're talking about the one I had up there yeah that one okay yeah 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 I don't have that one anymore but oh okay I've got another monstrous noisy fucking thing it's awesome though <laughs> it shakes shakes the fucking walls man it's great does it <laughs> what do you call it um loud rock and roll so so what's been going on bro honestly bro I'm just working a lot man like ton ton yeah. Yeah, like this past this past week I worked uh I don't know, some like ninety hours or some shit. Like some like, baby. Yeah, so like I was trying to work I was actually trying to work over the weekend and they were like, Get the fuck out of here and I was like, Alright. So like they, <laughs> usually I have Sundays and Mondays off and then they they made me take today off. But I'll go back tomorrow and nothing too crazy, but yeah man, I'm trying to get, you know, trying to like balance workout and then do this and I'm, I'm, that's all it's hard ain't it yeah man I'm, i don't know I'm, I'm thinking about doing a different approach from like what we were doing already from the podcast yeah because i think it's just gonna be me so um i'm actually thinking about just doing like and i, I don't really care if anybody listens or not i, I think i just want to do it for my own sake like just to just for fun? Yeah, just to do it. I think I just want to, like, talk about, like, certain, like, cases and, like, cases from here, like, cases from Cali, like, like, more, like not, yeah. not, not so much, like, notorious, but, like, I guess, like, somewhat, like, they got some sunlight on them, but then they don't, like, just some shit, and see if I could, like, actually talk to anybody from some of them. Um, I, I remember, like, back in, so where I'm from, there's this uh, city called Pico Rivera, it's, like, 
Yeah. Yeah, I don't know, like 11 miles from downtown LA. Okay. Okay, I was like nine. And there was this family that got murdered, like, fucking like, like, four out of like the seven of them got stabbed to death, like, in the middle of the night. I remember, like, it was like a big thing in the city I grew up in. And I remember, like, it kind of, like, no one really talked about it. Like, it happened and it just kind of, like, went away, you know? But I remember, like, it got, like, coverage on it and shit. And it's funny because uh, one of my buddies was, like, talking about it. And he was like, you remember when that shit happened? And I was like, yeah. And he, yeah. And he was like, like, maybe you should do that. Like, maybe you should, like, talk about certain things. Because he wants to get into it, too. So I think, like, he and I are going to start one up or just continue on this. Which kind of changed, like, the dialogue around it. And, like, if we can actually get people from, like, the actual cases and stuff, then... Yeah. For sure, so... Because, like, I don't yeah. know. Like, it's cool for what we were doing, but, like... I, I'm not gonna lie to you, man. Like, I couldn't really keep up with it. And then, like, I just had, like... When I wasn't able to, like, keep up with it, like, it was, like, one thing after another that was, like, happening, so... Um, yeah. Yeah, but... So, I think I'm gonna take, like, that approach and then... Just kind of cover... That's- yeah, that's that's a cool idea, man. There's there's a lot of like weird one-off things like that that happen. I could give you some examples of stuff down here that's like really kind of like sinister things, mm. but they're not like full-blown serial killer cases, but just uh, you know, just kind of one-off things like your your family you're talking about. Yeah, um, that are just really kind of like, damn, that's wicked. Um, and those those things you could spend a lot of time giving those kind of things attention that's great yeah man so I think about the, like I said think about taking that approach and then um I don't know I think like also doing like going up to like these fucking uh like old mining old mines and shit that no one yeah. really goes up to kind of like urban exploration without fucking getting jumped by the police and shit so <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know, man. I just got I got a lot of ideas that I want to do. So yeah, of, yeah, yeah. Just kind of doing that, and then trying to live, trying to live out here somewhat the best I can while while I still can. So yeah, um, absolutely. Are you still in that same place out there? In West Jordan, yeah, over here by Copperton. Yeah. And that's that same house. Yeah, I'm right here, man. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I hear you, man. There, there's some. Uh, there was a weird thing that happened. There was a couple of really weird things that happened down here during COVID. Like there was a guy. Um, they were having a house. They were having a like a, a a family party, like a barbecue. Some people out in Henderson, and you know, with the you know, parents were there, and they were in their seventies. And, you know, the whole family, little kids, you know, everyone's just barbecuing in the backyard kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And this this one older son who's in his 40s, he he got agitated about something, and he and he shot the whole damn place up and killed his parents. And, um, you know, who were in their 70s and just like all this, it was crazy, insane story. And no, you never hear a thing about it. Um and then, and then there was another thing that happened recently where this this uh, lady was married. There, she's in her twenties, and they she's got like three or four, I think like four kids. Mm-hmm. And the husband's working the night shift, and he comes home, 
and he he tells the police he she killed the the little kids and like stacked them up in the crib on top of each other all these little kids Damn. and then and apparently had been telling the husband all this kind of witchy stuff you know you know it's just like sinister kind of witchy shit like Manson kind of stuff she was telling him things like uh, it's, the devil is telling me you know to do things and it's <laughs> <was> like what <laughs> And it's just kind of right downtown Vegas. You never hear anything about that story either. And there's, there's, there's bound to be tons of stuff like that you can cover. Yeah, I don't know. It's 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 some crazy shit, bro. Like, like even out here too. Um, I'm trying to think of that chick's name. Uh, it was like it like reached like national uh, like media coverage back like in the early two thousands. She was at one. That one, like, the wife, mother that got killed in West Valley, and they never found her body. And, um... Oh, Susan, Susan, Susan Powell, Susan yeah. Powell, yeah, bro. Like, you read that story, and I'm like, what the fuck? And then, like, they were saying that, like, the husband would take the kids out camping, like, on a Sunday night. But it would be, like, 15 degrees and snowing, and he had to go to work the next day. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, what? I remember when it happened, yeah, it was in December, and it was in a snowstorm, and, yeah, he fed them some story about how he took the kids camping, and he didn't know where she was, and, and then later on, you know, you find out that his dad is, like, this total perv, man. Yeah, He's like, like uh, yeah, he was always, like, filling up on her and stuff, and... Like, yeah. Yeah. So I was, was, I was, I was like reading into it because I was like, I was actually thinking about like just doing like a solo podcast, like just talking into the fucking mic and then just like, kind of going over the whole details. And I'm like reading into it. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with this dude? And that's when they were saying that like I guess they used to live in Washington and that's why they moved out to Utah because the the father in law was always fucking like passing on her and like making booze and shit and and like I guess mm-hmm. like, like he confessed he confessed his love to her. I was like, what the fuck, like. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and then they um it, the father had all this kitty porn and on his computer and then Josh had kitty porn on his computer too later and then the dad got he got caught like taking pictures of some little girl next door in a house next door in Washington taking pictures of her with his camera and then and then later on Josh like killed the little kids and himself he blew up the house by throwing gasoline on the water heater mm. just an insane after and then they when when they uh did the autopsy on that stuff they they discovered after that incident they discovered that he had bludgeoned these kids in the back of the head uh with an act um and they had actually he he was under he was under suspicion under investigation for murder of his wife, Susan Powell. But the the Washington CPS uh, system, Child Protective Services, was actually granting him unsupervised visits with those two little boys that he killed. So they, so they drive by the house for a visit, and he opens the door, and the kids go running in the house, and he real quick slams the door on the CPS person and locks it. And then a couple minutes later, the house blows up. 
<laughs> it was insane, man. And I know CPS got a lot of shit about that. Um, they got in some deep trouble with that, which yeah. I, I think is still going on today. But yeah, they never found her. Yeah, and then, and then, and then, and then there was a brother, Josh Powell's brother, who they who they suspect had something to do with Susan's disappearance because. A couple of years later, he killed himself in Minneapolis. Yeah, he committed suicide. Right, I did. I did. I did read about that. That shit, like, there's too yeah. many. There's too many red flags. Jumped, like, yeah, jumped off a parking garage or something. Um, you know, a high story parking garage. Mm-hmm. Um, just anyway, really, that's a fascinating story. Yeah, like, um, like I said, like there's that one, and then there's like, uh, what else? Um. It's just a lot of shit. Like I could even go, I could even di- uh, dive into um, like the the Night Stalker case because uh, he killed one of the women in the city that I lived in when I grew up in California. In Cali. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, right there, and then, then you know, obviously like the other, like the one in San Gabriel, and because like San Gabriel's only like, I don't know, like seven miles away from where I grew up, so they're all neighboring cities, and then um. Yeah. And then, like, right. I, I don't know out here, though, bro, like, that shit was fascinating, too, but, like, you know what also, like, I know it's not really, like, true crime, but, like, it's a fucked up story is, uh, you know that Nutty Putty Cave out there in Utah County? The what? That Nutty Putty Cave, you know that one with that cave, that cave diver? He, like, got stuck in there, and, like, th- he's been in there since, like, 09, and they never got him out, and, like, they sealed. Oh, he got stuck, right? Right. Yeah, and they, like, they sealed it off and shit. Um, oh, it's terrible, man. That's what I'm saying, like... Like, because they were saying that, like, it's so... Like, it's such a difficult cave to, like, explore. Like, you have to get into it, like, in a certain angle. You have to come out a certain way. And then, um... So, yeah, like, the whole thing is just fascinating. But, like, it's a fucked up... I mean, it's fucked up for the guy. Like, you know? Like, R.I.P., but... Yeah, like, shit like that. And then... I don't know. Utah's just... Wicked. Utah's wicked, bro. Like, you got a lot of shit out here. A lot of, like, unsolved shit. And then... There was a, there was a girl too in the in the middle two thousands. I'm thinking like two thousand six or something like that. She she disappeared, and they found her. There was some weird like um, surveillance video of her coming and going from her apartment too, if I remember. Where the police thought was suspicious before she disappeared, and then they found her body like stuck in a in a culvert in uh, the Jordan River or something like that. Oh yeah, bro. I, I was I was reading about all like these uh these unsolved cases and cold cases and yeah, that one popped up. That was like one of the first ones. And I'm like, this is some fucked up shit, bro. Like Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember when that happened too. That was bizarre, man. Um but you can go back even further too in the in the nineties and eighties, you know. And there's there's lots and lots of stuff that's happened. Because <laughs> yeah, they were saying that there's a lot of um, something about like, and I I just started going down like a rabbit hole, bro. Like it was uh, I guess like Utah back in the day had like a really bad problem with crimes against uh, people of color or PLC, you know. So they were saying that, like, on record, there's, like, 500, but, like, really, there's probably, like, in the thousands, you know? 
and they were just saying that they're like how many how many of them are unsolved or how many of them didn't really get attention because of the fact yeah. that they were people of color and shit you know and uh, uh, a lot of them are uh a lot of the cases I realize are from from a lot of the uh, Native Americans of the Shoshone tribe and like the Utes and all that, you know. Uh huh. Yeah, so I was like reading into it and shit, and and then that led me down to fucking like Skinwalker Ranch. I'm like, all right, bro, I need to get the fuck off the internet. Like, I'm gonna go crazy right here. So I had to like put the computer to the side because I felt like a fucking conspiracy theorist. I'm like, all right, bro, let me let me fucking come back to reality real quick. Like you start searching one thing and then it just leads to another, leads to another, and then by the time you know it, man, you're fucking looking up different shit, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah, but um, so what happened? What happened to your your uh, your partner, man? Who uh, Jacob? Yeah, he's just I don't know, man. Like I know he's busy, and then he's uh, you know, he's got his boy, you know. So like, I know he's got to spend time with him and shit, and. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, he uh, <laughs> fucking guy. I know he's getting. I know he's getting hit up left and right by fucking collections and shit, and he's getting letters from attorneys to file bankruptcy and shit. So, oh no! Ouch. Yeah, so he's all like, "Fuck these assholes," but like, it's funny because like, literally like one day some guy came to the apartment and they're like, "Oh, are you so and so?" And I was like, "No," and they're like, "Okay," and like he, he Jacob got home and they were like, "Oh, are you so and so?" And he's all, "Yeah." And they're like, you've been served, and he's all, okay. Like, he didn't, he didn't care, he's like, alright. And they're like, okay, you have to call this number, he's like, okay. And they're like, you don't care? And he's all, not really, like, he's all, I'm gonna, he's all, I'm gonna pay you. I'm not gonna pay it right now, but, like, I'm gonna pay it. And they're like, well, like, if you don't pay it, we'll take you to court. And he goes, I'm already in the court system, that's why you're here, like. Yeah, right. You know, he's also, like, I'll call, like, I'm not calling right this second, though, like, I'll probably call tomorrow, and then. Now I'll get it all situated. So, right. Yeah, like, Jato Jacob looking at me, and he's all, fuck him. I was like, yeah, fuck him. Like, that's, <laughs> and that's when he and I just started talking about, like, how stupid the justice system is in Utah. Like, how, like, just yeah. for the dumbest shit, bro. Like, I, uh, I don't know if I told you, man. So, like, last year, remember how I was unemployed and shit? Yeah. For a little bit. So, I did everything right, bro. I, you know, I, I did everything I had to do, and then, like, two months ago, yeah, three months ago, I got a letter in the mail from the state of Utah that I was being taken to court, and I'm like, alright, so I'm like, why, though, and then I see that it's my old employer not wanting to pay for unemployment, basically, okay, yeah, so I'm like, oh my god, so... Like, they they call me, like, on a Monday morning at 7 a.m., bro. Like, on the dot. And it's, like, this one judge. He's all... He's, like, an older dude, but I don't... Like, I could tell he's all, like... He's having a good day. You know, he's all happy-go-lucky. And he goes, oh, good morning, Miss Gonzalez. How you doing? I'm like, yeah, I'm all right. He goes, all right. He's all, well, they didn't answer. So if they don't answer, I'm going to drop this case. I was like, okay, cool. Yeah. And he's, like, real cool. And then, um... The old HR representative, I could hear her driving in the background. And then before I said something, the judge is all like, "Hey, are you driving?" And, uh, yeah. They were like, "Yeah." She's like, "Oh yeah, no, no, I'm not driving." You know, like, and he goes, "I'll oh, stop this shit, or else I have to, you know, I have to fucking drop the case." Like, 
you have to do this like if we were in an actual courtroom like stop driving so it was just bullshit bro like I think she went out of her way to like like from last time I know like I don't think she's employed with that company anymore so like she purposely went out of her way to fucking like appeal the decision you know yeah and uh so yeah then like literally like so like the judge is like okay like I heard both sides I'll let you know my decision you know and then everything worked out. Like, literally, I got the decision, like, two days later, and everything was cool, but it was just like, bro, I did everything I was supposed to do the right way. And I still, right. got, and I still got taken to court, like, and that's when I was telling, like, Jacob, like, it'd be different if I was, like, making, like, $6,000 from my job and then still getting unemployment. I could, I could understand that, but I was like, fuck Utah, man. Fuck Utah. Yeah. Fuck Utah, Yeah. Crazy man, <clears throat> but I mean, yeah, it's all good. You know, had everything worked out. Um, no pain in the ass yesterday, bro. I was driving just to like, get home from work. Yeah. Well, like just to get home because like you know I'm by work, and fuck, bro. Like all the people who fucking were trying to do their taxes the last minute. I'm like you, I'm like you fucking assholes, man. Fucking blocking up traffic. There's a big old accident right here off of Mountain View and shit. I was like, hey, right. Yeah, yeah. But other than that, though, man, it's all been chill. Um, taking yeah, yeah, yeah. Same here, man. I've just done. Uh, uh, I've got a few things I'm working on, but nothing, uh, nothing too crazy. What's uh? Lately, I'm I'm going up to Salt Lake to go through a police officer's uh, collection of photographs here pretty soon. Oh, cool. When you uh, when you heading out? Um, I haven't decided yet. It's probably just gonna be somewhere around the beginning of June. Okay, cool. Some somewhere in that in that area. I'm not sure exactly, but yeah. uh, and then um, I'm gonna pop out to California. I'm waiting on a bunch of I'm waiting on a bunch of um police files that I've requested. It sounds like I'm gonna get them too on the Leonard Lake case. So I'm gonna start investigating that pretty heavy but i'm kind of waiting for that um and then uh i might be getting involved in the this uh tv series on on uh it's true crime related stuff oh cool all right yeah kind of weird i just fell into it i mean you know i you know what i mean like it's i don't know how heavily i'll be involved in it but this this person that who is kind of a I guess quote unquote our agent my agent um for the she, she um she is getting heavily involved in this particular TV program and I think it's going to be like a pilot series kind of thing like a something that they're building for Netflix or Amazon Prime but it go, it's the the company that is is funding it is this company called Plan B, and they're actually they're actually a, a fairly big company. I think Brad Pitt is one of the owners of it. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah. So I, I don't know exactly what's going to happen, but this but this uh, this agent of mine is is really hot to get me involved in it. Um, and I think we'll be coming up to Utah to to be doing some particular uh, productions. Right, so is this, is this all, um, 
Is this Bundy related or is it all like just... some, some of it will be yeah it's not gonna be all Bundy related it's gonna be it's gonna be many different things but um I think they're gonna start off with some Bundy things she hasn't told me exactly what the first you know couple of episodes that that she wants me to be involved in but they're um what exactly they're gonna be about I'm not I'm not sure what, what the, <laughs> it's kind of interesting I don't My know bad, I just it sounds really legit, though. Yeah, I just realized. Uh, I mean, like I didn't, like you said, I know how you said it's kind of in the work. So, if you want, I can edit this shit out. I don't know if you know you can talk about it or not. So, oh, about what? Like you know how like sometimes they don't want you talking about stuff. So like if you need me to edit it out, I could edit it out. Um, oh, I don't think it, I don't think it's a big deal. Okay, cool. Oh uh, well, maybe I don't know. <laughs> I don't think it's a big deal. All right. <laughs> I don't think it's a big deal. All right, cool. No, nothing's set in stone, and I haven't been told to not say anything. Oh, okay, cool. Because like you know, and I, and I didn't really tell you anything, really. Yeah, you, know? yeah, you just said that, <laughs> yeah, you just said you were in the the works. Yeah. Yeah. Like, possibly. I, I, I you know. know, like some places. I know. I know how some some you know. I know how they're like. Oh, you know, you can't talk about it or nothing. So, yeah, that's why, that's why I was just like, oh shit, my bad. Um. No worries, man. Yeah, yeah no worries. So uh, uh, so a lot of stuff like that going on, but it's all kind of in a kind of in a transitional little period. Yeah, I was gonna say, man, you were fucking. I mean, because from when I met you, bro, like you figure I met you now. Three years ago now, three years ago now, because I've been out, I've been I've been in Utah now for coming on four years. We've yeah. been four years. Oh well. Yeah. So I met you like literally a year out, and then. Um, what's what I'm looking for? You were covering Bundy up until you left here, so that's two and a half. You've been gone for what now? Two years? Uh, it's been almost exactly two years. Exactly yes. two years, right? Yeah. So, you figure you were literally still doing Ted Bundy stuff, and I mean, I know you're still doing because like you still have your book, right? Yeah, yeah. So, um, how's that going, man? Well, it's it's largely done. I, I'm waiting to sift through some particular material um, that's uh, that I, I'm getting an opportunity to go through. I don't want to say too much more than that, but I I have um I have some uh, a lot of stuff that I want to sift through to see if there's anything I want to add to it. Nice. Um, it's just going to be basically a, a Utah-based book on the Ted Bundy case. Oh, okay, so it's basically uh, just all the. All the crimes and all the stuff that happened in U- the Utah chapter, right? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, because like, I always kind of felt like, you know, these. I feel like it's such an expansive thing that that whole story. I mean, you are talking about just. I mean, it's an enormous case, and mm. and I like to focus a little more on the minutia, so it makes more sense to focus on what I truly know and understand yeah. about that story. Well, then say, um, I think it'll be more interesting that way. And, um, I don't know. I, I think that that story is, is way too heavy to try to do the yeah. entire case. And besides, you know what the, every, there's been 10 books written about that story. Exactly. And it's like you said, it's such a huge case, bro. Cause you're literally covering from, you know, shit that happened from Washington all the way down to fucking 
Florida. Tallahassee, yeah. yeah. So it's like, it's Tallahassee, right? Florida State? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Florida State? Uh, yeah. 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 So you figured all that, and then you got, you know, these places in between, like, places that I feel like some places don't really get that much coverage, like the Idaho. And then, you know, you're like, yeah, like, I know some people know about Colorado, but it's very, like, skim through, you know? And it's just, yeah. like, so it's kind of cool that you're just going to, like, you're putting all your focus just on this one aspect of it. So, I mean, there's books about it, like you said, but there's not books about it like this. And then I'm sure you have info that really, like, not even these people that are on these fucking documentaries and shit have because, I mean... You're persistent, bro, but like not in an annoying way. Like you're persistent and you get shit. So it's you know, yeah. Well, it could be annoying sometimes. Well, I mean, it's not. It's not annoying to me. It's actually pretty like, it's pretty badass because, so some people are so like, just quick to be like, okay, like oh they said no, so it's no. Like oh, right. All right. Well, they said no right. right now. Doesn't mean they won't say no tomorrow or the next day or the day after that. Like. You're, con- you're consistently persistent, bro, until they finally budge and they're like, all right, well, if I do this, will you leave me alone? Yeah. Okay. Fuck it. Please. Well, you know, see, the, the thing is, is the other problem, when, when I got started doing the research on this particular, the whole Bundy thing, mm-hmm. there really, at that exact time, there was not very many people doing that. Yeah. And since... You know, we're talking like, whatever, six years ago, seven years ago. Since then, it's just, you know, you saw how crazy insane that story went. Oh, yeah, dude. I mean, there have been... How many documentaries have been made on the Ted Bundy case in the last five years? Tons. I mean, like a half dozen? Yeah, I mean, they... at least there's like, there was one for Oxygen, Reels, there was ABC 2020, there was Net. Confessions. Yes, and, um, and then you got um, you know, nothing against Berlinger, but then you got Berlinger's, you know. Yeah. You know. Then there was the movie that Berlinger did. Yeah. Um. There's there's been multiple books that have came out. Kevin Sullivan's put out like four books, four or five books since I started looking into this. He had he had a book or he had two books out, I believe, before. But it, my point is, is that. <laughs> there's so there's only so much uh, that of this stuff that a I I even care to look into. B it's all been done to death. Yeah. And it's at some point it's like but but interestingly enough, man, so many people cannot get enough of that case. But but what's also interesting is just when you think that everyone's sick of it. You get a whole new crop of people that are interested in it again. Yeah, exactly. And then, but I don't want to. I don't want to do. You know, I want it to be unique. It's and and I think it is. But it's one of those things that, like, how much more can be said about that story? Yeah. I don't. I don't know. No, no, no. I, I totally agree with you, bro. Like, and I think that's why. Like, what's what I'm looking for? Like, I'm not gonna lie to you, bro. Like, I think that's one reason why, like... I forgot what the fuck I was looking at, to be honest with you. And then, like, I like I said, when I saw your YouTube channel, and then I saw, like... It, it said, like, a ride with the, the, the captain, you know? 
and that's when you were like driving through a midvale, you know. So I'm looking at your yeah. vid- I'm looking at your video, and like one, you're fucking cracking me up. Two, it's like insightful, like like really well fucking like researched up information, and then it's like shit that like no one was really doing that I've seen. Like I've seen people like do stuff, but I haven't seen people do it like that. And like you're going out it not not that you're going out of your way, but like you're trying to get like info from like real life people who are who knew the victim or knew Ted or knew like the details of the fucking case. Yeah. And like but you're not doing it in an in an annoying way. Like some people who are annoying like makes you kinda like wanna just be like, Well fuck watching this, you know? And um it was different. So like as your friend, I'm I'm gonna be honest with you, like that's kinda like what like made me keep watching because it was like really inter- like cool shit and then like you're going to the actual spots and then you know like where everything's at and you're talking to like detectives, you're talking to fucking different people and, yeah. then, and then you did the whole uh what is it, the the trolley station one, that massacre? Oh, the Charlie Square, yeah, yeah. You know, you know, man, one of these days, yeah, bro, I like, wouldn't mind going back and redoing that because my my video skills were so pathetic when I did that. Fuck it, bro. <laughs> but uh, those are really interesting. I'll case. do, I'll do it with you, man, because like that one's that one's always fascinated me, bro. Like, it's so odd of a case, and like the his reasonings too are like. It, was, it could have just been like you and I, like, okay, hey, man, like, I got a gun, let's just go shoot up this mall. Well, why? Well, why? You know, like, it, I mean, like, yeah, yes. the, the guy was kind of like, yeah, he was a little out there, but, I mean. You know, you know what's funny, man? There was, there was some info. By the way, I appreciate all, all you saying, all that's really cool, man. Um, uh, you know, there's some money. I think a lot of people were, you know, and I wasn't intentionally trying to, like, be this this uh this special guy that's like trying to uphold the victim's legacies or anything like that i mean initially i wanted i wanted to talk about those people because i think they're they're interesting people there was somebody that said ted bundy's victims didn't live long enough to be interesting people and when they said that i kind of I, I thought of myself that's bullshit yeah they're uh, they're they're uh he, 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 the whole situation, everything about it speaks speaks a story about the case. But but I think a lot of people kind of were, you know, when, like, for example, when me and Paula did that, uh, the thing for Lynette Culver, the mm-hmm. memorial bench, and just the focus on some of the victims, and a lot of people really like that stuff. So that's, that's kind of a, you know, it's kind of a neat angle. I, I think it's neat that people are honoring the, the victims. Um, you know, you see you see a lot more of that in the in the last while, which I think is great. I love that. Because seriously, like if you you know, when I was growing up, man, you'd watch documentaries. Well, you know, you can watch documentaries on these people, these killers, and they they'd spend all of two seconds talking about each person they killed. Oh yeah, <laughs> but yeah. they'd spend they'd spend a fucking four hour miniseries talking about every minute detail of this guy's mind, you know, mm. and behaviors. And uh, it's always just always something that was interesting. Like, I don't know what I'm babbling about. I must no, be tired. No, but, no, um, no. I, get, I, I, get, I get what you're saying because, like, it's true, though, like, and then I feel like some victims, 
And I know that I'm, I'm not trying to say this like in a mean way, but I feel like some victims get more uh, glorified than other victims. Does that make any sense? Like, oh, they do. You know, that... it's kind of fucked up. Like, no one really talks about Lynette Culver. And, like, you know, the poor thing, bro, she was only, what, all but 12? Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. I know what you're yeah, saying. So like, like, you hear, you know, um, the Florida girl, Kimberly Leach, you hear an enormous amount of things about her and, and her story. And I know what you're saying. And then you hear very little about the Lynette story. Yeah. Um, and she was 12 years old also, the same as, as um, Kimberly Leach. So they, that's it. That is interesting. I think in I think with that one, there are actually people that don't. Even though he confessed to, basically confessed to Lynette Culver. I mean, he said he picked a girl up in front of a middle school, and he basically had the, the same date. They were able to tie him. He tried to break in. He tried to bum rush up the stairs of the female dormitory at Idaho State the day the day before. And so that's how they were they were able to kind of tie him. That was partially how they were actually to put him down to being in Idaho at that date. Um, they weren't able to do it with hotel records from the yeah, Holiday Inn, but they but he, he he said himself, yeah, it was in it was in May, early May. I believe he I believe he said it was in but some true Bundy file out there will correct me, but I believe he said that it was in early May. And I picked a girl up in front of middle school. Um, if I had the confession in front of me, I could detail it. But they, they claim that some people claim that he wasn't in. He it's not necessarily true that he actually killed her because um, uh, he may have been just lying about cases he was aware of in order to get the governor to stop his execution. Mm. At the in the final minutes, you know, before they killed him, um, literally, like Lynette Culver was in the. I'm trying to remember, no, it would have been in the. It was in. It was on the. I think it was on January twenty second uh, when he confessed to the Idaho guys, Russell No, and those guys. But he had talked about it beforehand. Otherwise, those Idaho guys wouldn't have been there at Stark, Florida, in the first place to interview him. Um, but I don't, I don't know. It's such a complex case, man. But you're right. You know, like there's some girls you don't hear very much about. But I think, I think some girls, a big reason of that, uh, reason for that is, is they just know so damn little about those girls Mm. that they get, they get brushed past on documentaries. Um, like, uh, Laura Amy always gets brushed by on documentaries and she's the most interesting story out of all of them yeah she's the one out in uh fairview right uh she was the one that was from fairview she's she's buried in mount pleasant fairview mount, mount pleasant that's um right, yeah. but she was from there as a kid but um she was in she was in lehigh when she disappeared that's right uh, when we where, um, where where you and i went down that one day that's when we went to uh <laughs> that's right that's when we went to uh, 
American Fork. Well, we were trying right? to get on top of the Pizza Hut and yeah, shit. Yeah, we <laughs> That's what we were right there in. Uh... What the fuck were we thinking? That was funny, though. That was American Fork, right? Right off of Main Street? That shit was funny. We had we had them actually almost letting us up there. They were out there looking for a ladder and stuff. Yeah, there's a bunch of... Honestly, I think that reason why is because they were all a bunch of, like, little high school kids, and they're kind of looking at us like, well, you, you might fall through. Like, fuck it, get us a ladder. Like, all right. But, <laughs> that was hilarious, man. That shit was funny. Now that, now that I, look, I think about it, remember the kids are kind of like, well, uh, if you could get up there, I guess. Like, all right. Yeah, that was, that was amusing, man. <laughs> And then, uh, um, yeah, because yeah, but I think that um, I think a lot. I think a lot of the from having spoken with a couple of these people, you know, that were putting these documentaries together, I noticed that they would ask me questions. They would say, "Well, what do you know about this girl?" And I'd tell them what I had, and it's almost like they they felt like that wasn't juicy enough information, which is kind of a sad thing to say, you know, yeah. the, the information wasn't tantalizing enough for them to focus on or if they didn't have, um, uh, you know, and they, and they weren't interested in talking to family members, which I also thought was interesting. It's like, man, if I was, if I was doing a documentary, you know, my little YouTube channel, I've, I've definitely highlighted some of the family members is I want to hear about these girls and their personalities and, and more in depth situation. And, but also what's kind of fun is you find out amazing stuff about that story that nobody knows. And they, they debunk some crazy shit you've heard about over the years. Like for example, Nancy Wilcox, there was, um, you know, there was a loose narrative for a long time that she was a little party girl, a little party ass, liked to smoke weed, and was a, a little, she was a tramp or something like that, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And and also that she had been seen in a Volkswagen by someone uh, the night she disappeared. She, she'd seen in a Volkswagen driving away crying. And then when I when I did a little digging into that, it turns out, that the police fucked up on that narrative about her being a tramp. They they spread that. They one one cop started that rumor that she was she was a little uh, wild girl or something when she really wasn't. Uh, that she was a cheerleader. She was just a nice kid. She had a boyfriend. She was only sixteen. She's a nice nice young girl from Holiday. She had a boyfriend. Her boyfriend was was uh, one of the main guys on the Olympus High football team. Mm. Um, she was a good Mormon kid. She didn't drink. She didn't smoke pot. Nothing. Um, and then the thing about her crying and being in a Volkswagen and all that stuff, I found out that as many of the as many of these cases in the seventies, they would they would use. Uh, the police would do this, by the way. Do you think about it? It's crazy. The police would actually hire psychic mediums because um, they were at such a loss as to where to look. 
but they, in her case, they, they did that at Lake Sammamish, those uh, Denise Naslin and Janice Otto disappeared. Mm. Kind of slew of, of audio shit from psychic mediums talking about the day those girls disappeared. Um, there were official police audios. They were interviews. Um, but Nancy Wilcox, they had a psychic medium who... It's just funny, like, who, who saw her in the car crying, right? Yeah, exactly. Where did that come from? So what I did is I focused on that. Where the hell did that come from? It turns out that came from a psychic medium who said that I, I see I see a young woman in a Volkswagen crying and dis and and um uh uh whatever, driving away with this man. And that was after I think that was after that was after they were uh, police were really aware that it the killer could be a guy in a Volkswagen. Mm. So it wasn't like they they just pulled that stuff out of the cosmos. It was something they had heard before yeah. on, on on the radio or on TV news reports. Because there was a famous Ted at Lake Sammamish, and he's going around telling everybody his name's Ted. There was a girl that. He walked over to his Volkswagen. Uh, there's a guy named Ted with a Volkswagen. And so it's just, just the whole point is, is like, it's all about dispelling this bullshit and getting the facts straight. Yeah. And there's so, and what I've noticed with books in the past, and I'm not going to say that these authors have been lazy or these documentary people have been lazy, because I'll tell you what, it's a hell of a lot of work to get down to the truth for me to find some of that stuff it took me a couple of years to get the Wilcox family to even talk to me I was gonna say man yeah like it's just a lot of uh I guess it's a lot of the what's what I'm looking for uh cause your approach is pretty good I feel like sometimes you get to get them on a really bad day and they tell you no you try again in a few maybe a few months and you got them on a real good day and they say keep that door open yeah yeah Yeah, exactly yeah (laughs) Hey, well, can I call you again some other time when you're not so busy? You know what I mean? Keep that door open. Um, yeah, you know, uh, but so so it's I'm not going to say that anybody's been lazy, but I think that it takes more damn work than than is feasible. Like if you're if you're ABC 2020 and you're doing a documentary on Ted Bundy. Those I I really believe this, you know, and and there's other people too that other other documentaries just from a feel from from talking to these folks one of the things that I, I thought was so interesting is that they you could tell that some of these these doc people really didn't understand the case very well yeah. and what what they were doing the way they and see I didn't know this about TV but it makes sense is you know, if you you like a, a big a big show like ABC Twenty Twenty, and you're kicking out these these big documentaries, like I don't know how many they put out a year on different people, but it's got to be a lot. They they there's have someone on their their pay platform that they're paying to research and put all of these things together. I don't even care if you had twenty different guys doing it. In LA or New York like they are mm. there's no way in hell any one man or even one team 
of people is going to be able to put all that stuff together unless they start making phone calls and getting in touch with people like me. Yeah. That's the only way. But I could tell from talking to some of these folks that they, they really didn't really understand the case that well. And they were just kind of relying on people like me to tell them <laughs> what the truth was, you know, which is great. That's fine. I think it's awesome. Um, but it just goes to show that they, they don't have time to like really crack that case open and see what's going on. There's just no way they don't have time. They've got schedules. They've got to get that thing in production and put together and get it on the air by May, whatever, you know, mm. it's got to be done. They don't have, they don't have 10 years to investigate a case. Yeah. So it's just interesting. So you, I think a lot of stuff back to your, your comment. I think a lot of girls from the case get glossed over. Yeah. Unfortunately, you yeah. just, we just don't know very much about them. And, and it's because of a lot of reasons, like the parents, the family has never talked about it. They don't want to talk about it. It's a touchy subject, as you can imagine. Mm. Um, there, it was a messy police case, a lot of bullshit with the investigations and misinformation and lost stuff. Like, there's just bucketfuls of files that are missing. Um, it was a long time ago when this kind of police work was in its infancy. They were still learning how to track these crazy fucks around, you know? Um, also, a lot of people are dead that were there. Yeah. You know? So... You know, you get a girl like, uh, like, let's say like Donna Manson, mm. for example. She was um, Evergreen University, and I, I got to be honest, I'm going to sound dumb, but I can't remember if, I believe that was Oregon. Um, but someone, you know, someone might correct me mm. smartly about that. But, but they, there's like, I, I defy you to look her up on the internet and find more than five or six sentences on that girl. Wow. There's nothing out there because nobody has like really dug deep enough or there's nowhere to dig because the information doesn't exist and the family members won't talk or they're dead. Yeah. And you know, uh it's there's but there's a wealth of information out there. Like yeah, I mean I I could tell you all kinds of stuff. I probably shouldn't shouldn't mention this shit you know because then people <laughs> yeah. will be pestering people yeah yeah no yeah i understand so it's just not worth it but there's there's people in utah that i know for a fact have loads of inf interesting information on that case and the and the personalities and lifestyles of the girls in a way to paint them as actual humans but um yeah it's just it's, it's just one of those things that'll it'll you know in this in this day and age like like, who was that guy that we were, uh, the guy that killed that call girl that he picked up from the airport? Oh, um, um, yeah. And then, we, and then he burned her up in his backyard? Right there in Rose remember Park? That? Yeah, bro, yeah, I remember that shit. I mean, like, you could, like, that case, for example, in this information age that we live in, you can find a hell of a lot of information if you wanted to. Yeah. About that girl and the guy who killed her. I mean, you can find endless stuff, but 
that's only because it only happened in the last five years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, we're trying to, you know, the Ted Bundy case, you know, people are trying to dig up shit from, from 1974. Ago. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like, and, you know, that's just, that's insanely hard. I mean, 1974? Holy shit, how many years ago is that? It's almost 50 years now. Yeah, yeah four, 47 years yeah. ago? Is that mm-hmm. correct? I think yeah. so. Yeah. Um, so, you know, so I got sucked into that Bundy thing pretty hard for a long time, but, um, you know, I think I reached critical mass with that case. I just got so, like, ran into a lot of toxic people that are following the case, too, that just were just, just horrible, man. They're just bound and determined to just be shitty people. I was going to say, man, it's like, when I would read, um, uh... I mean, I'm still a part of, like, some of the communities. Remember, like, you would invite me to them, so I would, like, accept them. And I would read, like... <laughs> I would read the post by some of these people. And then, like... Some, you know, some of the some of them were cool, though. Like, I know there's, like, another historian that, like... Oh, yeah, there's a lot of good yeah, people out there, for sure. There's I'm cool not people. About. But, like, I remember I would read, like, some of these posts, and there would there'd be, like, two people fighting over, like information about a case and they're like being like fucking like just assholes to each other and they were just like I'm like are you really gonna be this much of a prick for this like information or I I just feel like people would just like cut off someone else's hand to get some sort of fucking viable information you know yeah yeah it was it was kind of ridiculous man I was reading it and I was like what the fuck but I mean I guess it's just there's really toxic people out there that are trying to make a name for themselves too, like uh, by fighting over who found what and who ordered what from the archives and bad, you know bad mouthing each other, bad mouthing other researchers, quote unquote researchers, bad mouthing other researchers and. You just go on those those Bundy sites, man. Like, there's like Facebook. It is full of like individual Ted Bundy sites, and you got two kinds. You've got, I'd say, ninety percent of them are are like, you know, these these weird sites where people make memes of Ted Bundy with birthday hats on them and making funny crowbar jokes. You know, mm. oh, crowbar. You know, fuck you. I'm Ted Bundy, crowbar, you know, and just like doing weird Photoshop with him, really cheesy, like corny, tacky stuff, you know. Yeah. Um, you know, there was even a guy who. <laughs> so you got me ranting now, buddy. Um, <laughs> there was a guy even that I saw. He made a. He was trying to sell. Uh, dildos that were shaped like. Uh, a leg bone, what do you call it, a femur or a hemer? Uh-huh. And and he was claiming that it, you know, the his thing was as always oh, one of Ted Bundy's victims' leg bones dildo. You know, he was actually trying to market that. What? <laughs> That's fucking crazy, man. Oh, it's just so horribly tacky. I mean, and I'm not some, like, goody-goody tissues, but I think that's really fucking tacky. That's very tacky, bro. That's very tacky. And, 
anyway, but I, whatever, you know, I'm not being judgy. Like I'm not Mr. Perfect, but yeah. but that's that's one side, and then the other ten percent are like these hardcore Ted Bundy so-called quote-unquote experts that that slag the shit out of each other. They bash each other, and they. You know how Facebook people are just always like blocking each other and yeah. talking shit about each other. They do that with each other's groups. And it's like you're and you're talking about a bunch of dysfunctional forty year olds, forty something, fifty something year olds. They're acting like like middle school kids, and and they're all fighting over over. Oh, I I found this picture. On a online database, I found it first. It has to have my name on it. Well, you didn't find it first. You know what I mean? Like they're they're like fighting over this this just this unimportant childish shit, while all the while claiming to be these experts. You know. And then and then if like you if you get on their pages and you say, like if you said. For example, Lynette Culver disappeared on on May 6th. You know, someone would jump on there and just ream your ass about up and down how stupid you are because actually she disappeared on the 5th. You know what I mean? Like, Damn, so they wouldn't like, even be like, oh, no, hey, that date's wrong. It was this date, actually. They would, like, talk shit to you, tell you what kind of a piece of shit you are, then tell you the real information. It's, un- it's unreal, bro. It's unreal. These people, these people are... Like, I was completely turned off by the whole scene, you know? And then I bought a bunch of... I I was working with one person, and I paid for all this archive material. I'm talking about a lot of money. Uh-huh. And it came from different counties, and the deal was that it was going to it was gonna stand to wraps um, until we released it in the book form. That person gave it to someone, gave it to someone else, and it was everywhere. And then when I didn't, when I, later on, when I didn't show, you know, just rush right out and show this person my, where I was at with the book, uh, suddenly I was this gigantic asshole. And this person just talked shit about me and took all this information that she found, but I paid for and we had a deal, you know what I mean? Yeah. And she just, like, took all this stuff and just threw it all out there just to be spiteful. <laughs> just because she was angry. She was, she was angry because I, I wouldn't show her how far I was in the book when she wanted me to. <laughs> Sounds like a tool, bro. And I didn't do that because... For a lot of reasons, because a, I wasn't ready to show it to anybody yet. Yeah, you know, like you, you know, it's like if you're painting a, a picture, you don't, you don't show everyone that picture until you're ready to show it to them. You're not ready to, you, you know, the, the final touches. Yeah, exactly. And you know what I mean. Like <laughs> anyway, and I, I'm kind of going off on a tangent. I'm not nah. saying who anybody is, and it's old. It's old water under an old bridge, but. The, the whole point is, man, it's just the whole true crime community. Not the whole. I, I'm, I'm kind of being an asshole here, but there <laughs> there are people in the true crime community that are so toxic that it just it's a big turnoff. Sounds like it, bro. Like... And 
it's really it's really disturbing because there are some really wonderful people too. I should I need to add that. But um so I kinda took a break from Ted Bunny for about a year. <laughs> <laughs> but I still I, I I'm about I'm about ninety percent done with the book and I'm still take I'm still digging on it. Um and I'm putting it into a Utah form because that's, let's face it, that's what I really understand is the whole Utah piece. I, I can't sit here and say that I know that case top to bottom from Washington to Florida, because yeah. I don't. Mm. There's other people out there that understand that piece of it a hell of a lot better than me. Um, uh, there's a, so, in essence, I put out things here and there. I've, I've got a lot of a lot of interview material I've thought about putting into videos, but I think I'm going to, I'm just going to keep it and put it in the book because it makes more sense to hold hold a lot of that stuff back and just use it in that regard what was I going to say um, uh, have you have you thought about doing like a a podcast man like a true crime podcast uh, I I've thought about it a little bit I, I just don't know I don't know much about how to go about promoting something like that and mm. Gotcha. Putting it together and stuff. You you know a lot about it. Yeah. And um, you are you still using um, Anchor? Yeah, man. It's that's what I like about it, bro. Like it's real chill, and it's kind. Of, what's kind of cool about it is like, whenever I want to, I could literally just like pull my uh, my platform from Anchor, and I could like do it individually, like you know. Yeah. But that shit's expensive, bro. I was looking at like to do it just on Spotify alone and I think it's like 300 a month or something like that right yeah so what that's kind of cool thing about Anchor but uh, cause like literally when I upload this episode like it goes to I wanna say like 20 different platforms so it goes to like Apple Apple I mean no sorry uh, yeah like Apple Podcasts it goes to fucking Spotify it goes to Stitcher, it goes to basically like wherever, like iHeartRadio, shit like that. But, um, yeah, that's uh, cool. I don't know, man. I just, I, cool. I just personally think, like, if you if you ever did do one, I think you'd be bitching, like, yeah, that's yeah, cool. because, like, it'd be a lot better than that fucking the fuck's that other one called? I don't know. I see that's how much of a piece of shit they are. I'm not even gonna, I'm not even gonna name the name. But you were you were on their episode once, and they were kind of like being all snotty with you, and I don't know that's just, that shit had me that shit had me dying when I was listening to it. I don't re- I don't remember um, I don't remember who that was. Like, I've had you know, and I and I sit here and I sound like a you know every I don't mean to like sit here and badmouth everybody. It's just yeah. something that's I'm a little sore about it. I mean, I'd I'd say that just just about every damn person I've come in contact with has been awesome there's some really cool people I've met some great great hey I, I met you through my YouTube channel you know mm-hmm, yeah I mean there's some amazingly cool people so I don't want to sound like a bad mouth and everybody who follows these kind of stories because that's not true yeah um but uh but yeah you know every once in a while you'll come across somebody that you don't know how the, the the wires get crossed and you you get into a you know you know what's kind of neat is um uh, there's a there's another person that's um I can and I can say her name too because we we kind of got off to a bad 
uh, on the wrong foot. Her name's um, Celine Calderon. Okay. Back, she was doing that uh, killing, killing Theodore documentary um, in Utah, actually. And anyway, her and I got off on the wrong foot, um, you know, five or six years ago or something. And uh, but you know what? It turned out it was just a big misunderstanding. Mm. And and her and I are one hundred percent cool. I really like her. Nice. Um, so I think sometimes you know you, you you're texting people are people rely on Facebook too much to communicate with each other, and communication gets really skewed in text. Things get tone gets lost in translation or it's misconstrued, and you know people. And then, and then there's a lot of folks out there that <laughs> I shouldn't say a lot of folks, but there are people out there that they, they probably, you know, it, it might be a little unstable, you know. <laughs> yeah, no, I totally, <laughs> I totally. And they're agree with and you. they're you know they're they're right in the middle of a lot of the stuff, so you got to be careful. You befriend and everything, but having said that, ninety ninety five percent of everybody's just been wonderful but you gotta be careful man you, you you get too deep into this stuff you'll run across some situations where you'll question why the why the fuck you're doing this yeah. you know <laughs> what was I gonna say I, um so shifting from that man uh I'm not taking too much of your time up am I no you're good brother oh it's 6 30 i i do i do have to split in about 20 minutes okay all right cool i'll probably just go for like another 10 minutes man um yeah whatever you want to do my friend sir i'm babbling no no bro no, trust me bro like you're you're good um you know it's one 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 of the cases i always wanted to kind of do i just haven't had the time to actually like go out there because utah hates me apparently is uh that uh that Vegas that Vegas massacre with Paddock. Uh the Vegas what? The Vegas massacre. The Vegas Master. Massacre. Oh, oh. Yeah. Um uh, Paddock. Paddock, yeah. That's what you said. Um yeah. yeah, you know what's really trippy, man, is uh it took me a while to make the connection with that down here. They you know, you it, it, when you live down here for a little while, you start noticing that everybody has license plates that say things like Vegas Strong. Mm-hmm. You see them on the, you see them on, you even see that on billboards and just everywhere. And what they're talking about is that Vegas massacre. Yeah, like everybody stay strong. That was a crazy thing. Um, but yeah, man, what a and and nobody will and people don't even talk about that thing. I went to. Mandalay Bay about a year ago uh-huh. and I was just talking to um, uh, a security guard and I just offhandedly mentioned that and she's like shh <laughs> we can't. she goes we're not supposed to even talk about that we can get fired and thrown off the property for wow. even saying one word about that Wow. <laughs> and I'm like damn that was like <laughs> What year did that happen? 2016? 17. 17? Yeah. So that would have been, that was like three years after the fact. Mm-hmm. But it's still, it's still an active investigation. Is it? Yeah. FBI, 
local police, state police, I guess. Um, so that's a that's a really trippy one that people don't know a whole hell of a lot about. Um, is it uh so you know right there where they have the route ninety the route ninety one concert? Is it still is it still like gated off? You mean you're talking about where the the people are actually killed? Yeah. Yeah, it, it appears to be. You can drive right up to it. It's uh, you can drive right up to it. It's the, the gates. It's just a basically a large parking lot right across the street on the east side of uh, Las Vegas Boulevard. Oh, okay. Uh, right across the street from Mandalay Bay. Um, but yeah, they, they, I don't know if they use it or not. It's uh, it's it's just been gated off the entire time. I haven't seen. Yeah, you would think they would do big car shows there, things like that. Yeah. Um, and maybe maybe they do, but because of COVID has been so bizarre, mm. um, everything's been shut down for so long. But, yeah, no, that's a fascinating story, man. Really sad. <clears throat> it's a crazy story, bro. Like, and then the brother, brother's all fucking, like, wacky, pooped out and shit. Um, it's crazy. Remember, I was like reading into it. I guess like his his dad was like on the uh, public enemy list for a little bit too back in the day. Who's that? Uh, yeah. So uh, like Paddock's dad. I guess back in the day, like when the FBI first like kind of made their uh, public enemy list, you know. I guess he. Mm-hmm. I guess he was on. I guess he was on the public enemy list for a little bit. I was like, "What the fuck?" Like, yeah. For for what? Uh, I don't know if he was a a bank robber or something, but I know he was like a fugitive for a minute. Yeah, was some crazy shit, man. Like, I know he was a gambler, right? Like, he was like a high. Paddock was like a high stakes gambler and shit. He was like a regular at the Mandalay Bay. <laughs> I don't know. You know, to be, I, I have to be totally honest. I, I really don't know as much about that case as, as I should. I, I've heard that he was kind of a wealthy guy from St. George. Yeah. Uh, or reti- I think, I believe he was retired, independently wealthy, had made, made some money doing something. Um, and he lived in Mesquite, right? Was he in Mesquite? I, I could have, if I remember right, I think it was Mesquite, and then. Because he used to, like, go from the ski and back, because I heard he was a high-stakes gambler, and that's how he kind of, he, he kind of just lived off of that, you know, he, like, lived within his means, but he, you know, treated himself, and he was, that, like, that, that could, that could be, I mean, that would, that would explain a hell of a lot. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that would explain his absolutely insane behavior that day. Like, because they were saying that, like, he was a regular there, so, like. They, they, you know, like, he knew everyone's name. Like, he was a real good tipper, apparently. Um, so they kind of already knew, like, how he, like, what machine he liked to play on, what he liked to do, like, what he liked to drink. So, like, they knew who he was, and they knew that he was, like, you know, because I guess he would, like, tip, like, fucking 100 bucks just for them to bring up beer and shit. So, yeah. Yeah, so I'm, like, so, I don't know, it's some crazy shit, bro. Then, like, I remember when, I think it was, like, a day or two after it happened, and they were interviewing the brother... And, I don't know, the brother just seemed, like, off. Like, kooky, but, like, he knew something was up, you know? And I was just like, what the fuck? It, 
it's a bizarre case, man. It's kind of like one of those cases where I'm like, no, no one really talks about it, and then really, really yeah. fucking terrifying, man. Can you imagine? You're just out having a good time with your girlfriend or whatever, and you're just drinking a beer and yeah, jamming the, you know, who was on stage? It was Jason Aldean or something. Yeah, it's like you're just in some country, you know, you're trying to, you're trying to sling the sling the little white woman. You just see people getting fucking dropped left and right. Like that's got to be terrifying, bro. Like, I'll tell you what, man. When when the the trolley square thing happened, I don't know if I ever told you, but I lived I lived right next door to the trolley square mall. Oh, sweet. and I I was working in group homes, and I was working at a group home that night in Bountiful. I think that was in February. It was just a few days before Valentine's Day in 2007 and I came home from like a 9 o'clock shift and it had already happened at like 8 o'clock or something and I got down there to my apartment Victoria, the Victoria Apartments actually, right on that street there, I can't remember what what uh, east that was, it was like what the fuck was that it was like maybe 5th east or something 6th east Mm. And literally right there, but I was, I was so intrigued that I, I ran around with my camera and was like walking behind the police lines and taking photos all over the place and nobody stopped me. But I, I ended up talking to this lady and her husband and the lady had actually been shot in the foot by the guy. Oh, shit. She was sitting, she was sitting on the sidewalk, right? This older lady in her sixties or something. Mm with her husband she's she's okay she's not she's not dying or anything but she's got her foot off and um and uh she's wrapped it up with a sock but she caught a because he had a shotgun when he went in there and he she actually caught a shotgun bb in her toe ouch it skipped off the you know because they have those old uh those old mortar lacquered up floors in there that are really shiny with like 10 inches of you know some floor wax or something but it bounced off the floor and stuck in her toe god damn so she was totally freaked out man as you can imagine (laughs) just sitting there tripping but yeah man I can't I can't imagine that's fucking nuts I've seen some pretty crazy stuff but I, I've never been been in a situation where someone is like actively shooting. <laughs> remember, uh, that's a bit. Remember, like two years ago? No, nah, it was more than two years ago. It was like three years ago when. Um, yeah. Remember when that fucking apparently that gang uh, that gang shootout right there at the 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 mall in Murray at that Dillard's. Oh. At the Fashion Place Mall, yeah, yeah I do remember that. Remember we that went shit? And popped yeah. down there when that happened. Yeah, I remember they were like, "Oh yeah, there was just a there was just a shooting at Dillard's." I was like, "What the fuck? What? Like, yeah." What the hell was that? Some guy went. Some guy was in there with the. He had like a forty-five or something. And he just yeah. started shooting. Come on, this fucking guy, bro. Yeah, no, that was nuts, man. I do remember that. We went down there, and there was all kinds of. Um, uh, SWAT team guys down there rolling so, around and one guy one guy was really cool he was chatting with us so you know you said you went to that Charlie Fair station like when it happened 
So you know how you're saying that you... Wow, people. Looks like that's where it ends right here for now. Uh, I end up thanking Chris for sitting with us and chatting up with us. I think I'm going to do a little something different from now on. Um, the other two are kind of taking a hiatus from the podcast. So I think I'm just going to do like true crime cases, cold cases, unsolved cases from Utah. I'll dig deep into like Wyoming's, Idaho's, Nevada's. Shit, I'll even do Colorado's. I'll do Arizona's and I'll do Cali's. Um, if you guys want anything else, let me know. Like we always say, you know, I'm not even going to lie to you guys. You know, it's been kind of rough the past couple of months, but things are getting better. Um, I'm going to stop trying to say um all the time. So from here on out, we're gonna. I'm going to do that. I'm going to learn how to just kind of just do it solo for now. And we'll see where it goes. Uh, I, I know, I just said it again. If you want, if you want to have us or have me talk about certain other subjects or you want to do Q&As or something, just hit Outlanders of Utah on our Anchor, on our Twitter. I think we have Twitter. On our IG for sure. And if you want to contact us, it's Utah at gmail.com. Thank you all. Bye.